Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Wow, we haven't checked in with Charlie Harari this often in quite a while. He was he was with us last week. Charlie's going to start getting a reputation that the, the more disastrous the situation, the more the more we want to speak to him. Charlie Harari, welcome back to JM in the AM. <laughs> It's an honor to be back. I hope you call me for the good stuff too. I hope I get a. We had a good laugh. Could... We had a good laugh, which is important these days, right? Exactly right. It exactly is. I as was. Much as you can. I was thinking of you yesterday because after our conversation last week, um, despite all the things you'd have to do, and believe you me, you're involved in a lot of important things both during the week and the weekend. You would have found time, in my opinion. You would have found time for the round of uh, 32 at some point over the weekend. Am I right about that? For sure. (laughs) For sure. We spoke about the NCAAs and everything else being canceled in this country, and everyone's making that adjustment. Anything different than a week ago? A week ago, we uh, we spoke, and uh, obviously, uh, you know how to inspire us, and you know what to say in terms of the hope for the future. Uh, As each day ticks off... And as we continue to uh, be hunkered down, both physically and mentally, has anything changed, or would you amend anything you said last week to us here at JM and the AM? Uh, I would. You, you definitely want to amend because what you want to be doing is always trying to reinvent. You know, one of the hard aspects of long periods of time is that in the beginning you are swept away by the novelty of it. And so some of the things that feel normal and natural are really just because they feel novel. And you're home now, and you take it, you know, people take it, uh, um, they start realizing that the, the benefits of being home and all the good things, and it's scary. And there's a lot of that, those mixed emotions, but they're still, still very novel. So that first time the family's together and the dinner that takes place and whatever goes on in the beginning of something is swept by the emotions of it being new. And then as things go on, those emotions start to fade. And really the challenge becomes maintaining novelty, maintaining freshness with things that feel regular. This is sort of like Judaism 101. Like how do you go to shul on day you know, 5,000 or day 2,000 and still work so that your chakras feels like it felt when you were putting on your tefillin as a bar mitzvah boy. Right. That's this idea of schadshus. And it's critical now because now is the moment where if you wake up in the morning and it, there's no active move towards finding the joy in the day, finding uh, the gratitude for what we have, being mechazic each other, it won't come naturally as much. You know, I. Um, it's funny. I find different aspects being strengthened when it comes to both Shabbos, you know, in this situation and family life in general during the week in this situation. I find other aspects much more difficult in terms of, um, uh, in terms of you know, staying fresh, let's say. Um, one of the things I do find, and I wonder if other people are experiencing this, um, I don't think I have said Psuke de Zimra on a Shabbos morning with as much intensity as I have said the last couple of weeks. Now, I don't want you to think it's because of the situation. In other words, I mean, believe me, I know how dire the situation is and there's plenty to pray for. But I don't think it's that that's causing I think just the fact that the time is available and that I literally get to stare at the sitter and actually look at the translation, just that has become a 
you know, really positive innovation from this whole thing. Yeah, there's so much, and 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 this it's because of who you are, and this is, this is why it's so critical. Meaning, when you when you have somebody that's running and doing and going, and then deep down they want to be connecting even slower, right? Well, life life, life sweeps you away, and because as a human being, you're you're desirous of a connection with Kodesh Baruch Hu. You're doing this for a living and trying to mechazik people. When you have that time, the true the true you comes out. And that's what we're seeing now. And this is, a, this is a really big deal. We have the opportunity to bring out the true us. We don't have as much pulling of us. Now, for some people, it's just as busy. I mean, in some ways, my days are busier now because in the old days, you had to, like, actually go somewhere. Right. But, <laughs> you know, but we're, we're, there's, there's where you are is when you get there. And today... Sometimes you don't have to go anywhere, so everything is. Can you do it ten minutes later? And then for every ten minutes, there's something going on. Yeah. And but but still, but even with that, you have pockets of time that you never had before. You can wake up on a schedule. You could you can do things differently, and then as a result, you can bring out the true nature of who you are. You know, and, and you're seeing this with people. Charlie Harari's with us, you know, and I welcome those of you with World Mizrahi and those of you watching and listening on on the now the millions of platforms that we're on. Um, you know, it's interesting, and and you're somebody who could relate to this. Uh, you, you're very careful because your schedule is normally so packed. You know, to choose, and you travel a lot, so you have to choose. You know, carefully what your nighttime schedules, for instance, you know, what, what simplas you're going to, what travel schedule you're going to be on, you know, stay overnight, you know, for work in different places, et cetera, et cetera. And we, you and I have discussed this, you know, because obviously you're, you're one who cares as a parent to be home as often as possible. And very often you'll have weeks where it's just not doable, where, you know, Monday through Thursday is just, you know, there's another event every night or you're speaking somewhere, et cetera makes it very, very hard. And now what do you find that even, you know, and, and by the way, to their credit, there are other pe- there are people, uh, you know, who, who will go to the Beit Midrash or their shul at night to study Torah, et cetera, et cetera, you know. And now everyone, no matter what they're doing, whether they're working or whether they're studying Torah, whatever the case, they find themselves home. They find themselves in the evening at, at home with their children. And that is, it, it, and, and it, it is such a unique experience for those of us who are used to full calendars and not being able to get home on certain nights before 11 o'clock or midnight when everyone's already sleeping, it, it is it is so different, and there's plenty there to take advantage of. Agreed? Absolutely. And and this is the this is the moment to take advantage of it. With, with God's help, with God's help, Hashem will take us, will protect us. And I, I, I'm sure of it. I'm sure that, and we're all sure of it. At some point, we're going to start coming out again. And I am positive, positive. When we all come out with with good health and with good things, the economy should hold up, and we should we should be able to come out with Mashiach. When we come out, I am sure we're going to look back and go, "Wait, I had su- how much <laughs> time did I have at home, and I didn't take advantage of that? I didn't spend more time with the kids. I wasn't calmer. I wasn't happier." There is no question to me that <laughs> what we're going through is this incredible opportunity to be home. And we've been crying for it for so long. We've been talking about it for so long, about just being home and just being home and being home. I wish I were more home more. There's no question. That's, that's exactly right. And yeah. this happens in life all the time. This is one of the greatest mistakes in life, is that whatever you're in, you're waiting for the next stage, Right. right? When they're in elementary school, the kids want to be in high school. 
When they're in high school, they want to be out in Israel. When they're in Israel, they want to be out post-Israel. When they're single, we want to be married. When you're married, you want to have kids. When you're in kids, when the kids get older, everybody is always standing where they are and looking over the next hill and saying, man, when it, we go over that hill, that's going to be great. Right? Then when you get older, you look, turn to your after you look back. Remember when we were younger? That's when we were happy. Right? Then you look backwards. This is the same thing. These are the moments uh-huh. where we're going to sit right now, and if our mentality is let's make this moment amazing, let's make today great, let's figure out how to take where I'm in and my family and my world and make it memorable – because if we don't, and we keep on looking out the window for the days when, 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 oh, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, we're not living in Zehayom Hashem. So we can't have Nagila Venisma Chabo. And we're going to look back at it and go, man, it was difficult. It was challenging. But there was sweetness to these days. Why didn't I take better advantage of it? Yeah, we'll definitely look back with uh, tremendous uh, happiness uh, once this is over at these days. But right now there are challenges. Charlie Harari is with us, JM in the AM. By the way, Shabbos was just two days ago, Charlie. I'm saying that because people have trouble remembering what was when at at this point. Oh, was it really Shabbos just two days ago? Um, (laughs) Shabbos one long day right now. And I noticed that, you know, uh, we're sitting at Shabbos meals now knowing that we could get up a little later Shabbos morning, obviously, because, you know, the Shabbos morning routine is different, knowing that we um, uh, that we um, uh, uh, can, can spend more time at Shabbos lunch because nobody has anyone to run to. No Shabbos parties, no shiurim, no, uh, no friends to get together with. Nobody at the table's in a rush. And it sort of gives us an opportunity to just sit around, sing Zmiros, and... and you know, and share some conversation for a longer period of time. It got me thinking, by the way, and I believe me, I pray that, you know, God does what is necessary to get us back to normal immediately. Believe me, I, I pray for that Amen. every second. But it got, it, it got me thinking, you know, how different the Pesach Seder could be this year, not just in terms of who's at the table, which obviously is going to be very different for a lot of families. But, you know, very often, you know, people want to make sure to end the Seder at a reasonable time because a lot of people go to Hashkama Minya next morning. A lot of people go to regular Minya next morning. They got to be in shul. You know, you don't want to oversleep, the whole thing. Now, you know, it's sort of like families might decide, you know what? Let's just keep on going. Two, three in the morning. We'll get a reasonable amount of sleep. We'll be davening at home in the morning, etc. And I said, I wonder if, you know, that that time pressure might actually be alleviated from the Seder this year. Probably the only time in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you one more. Um, I know that we're on the uh, World Mizrahi Organization, and uh, it's a great organization. I have, and I have the Swiss tonight to be speaking for them. Nice. One of the people that are involved there is a woman named Sivan Rachav Meir. Sure. She's on tomorrow, and, please, God. Oh, she's, great. She's, she's wonderful. And I was on a conference call with her recently, and she made an aura about this Seder, like you just mentioned, that really struck me. She said that maybe for the first time ever, the Seder is going to be each family on its own. You know, we, we used to relying on the community. We used to relying on uh, whether you go to shul, you hear a drush or the rabbi speaks. Whatever. Everyone's used to relying on the, the community together, so to speak, telling the story. Right. So even, even, even a Seder, the uncles come over, the grandparents come over. So for the first time, each family is going to have their own Seder, and each family is going to be alone, and each family is going to have to deliver the Masora to each other, maybe since the first 
ever stay there in Egypt before we left. <laughs> that is so true. Before we left, God's like, go home, close the door, and that's it. Like, since Mitzrayim, the Jews have never been told, go to your house, close the door, and don't come out until I tell you to. Until now. Like, it's shocking. But to your point, it's going to be a very different state. It's going to be very different in everything. But that's, that's the game that we're in right now. This is the exercise. This is not a fire drill. This is real. Hashem is telling us, I need you to be able to find simcha and bitachon in the circumstance in which I am putting you. You can't get distracted in the larger world anymore. You got to calm it down. You got to slow it down and you got to really dig deep. And that's what he's asking of us. And, you know, if you think about it, why is this any less holier than going to shul? If Hashem wants us home, then that's exactly where we need to be. And that's the people that we need to become through being at home. Were you satisfied with your Shabbat morning prayers this past Shabbat? Oh, it was very different. It was, very, you know, I am a very big, you know, fan of Ish Kodesh where I daven. I, we have a very wonderful routine, and the rabbi's phenomenal. We've got a sheer afterwards, and the, the routine of Shabbos morning. And also, you know what I've learned through this period of time is that start to appreciate the small things. Mm. You know, like I miss that, like that when the you know the when the guys come to shul in the morning, and like everyone's stumbling in the morning, and then when you come out, and the the lobby's packed, and <laughs> you miss the small things. Yeah. You know, like. You know. It's funny you say this. (laughs) It's funny you say this. We had a kiddish in my house because uh, tonight's my father's yard sites. We had a kiddish in my house Shabbos morning, and and everyone at the kiddish, everyone at the kiddish, you know, the few people that are in the apartment, everyone at the kiddish is repeating the lines that you typically hear in our shul (laughs) during the kiddish. So imagine, you know, we're all having a good laugh and we're all having a good time. Imagine appreciating the little things. I'm missing. I miss my fellow congregants, Charlie. I miss my fellow congregants. Yeah, this you miss like the crew, you miss the joking, the bantering, the you know, like the Severshaft. You know, a friend of mine called me, um, and he said to me, "It must be harder for you." And I said, "Why is it harder for me than it is for you?" He goes, "Because I live in the city. I don't have any friends." He goes, "You, you and your five hundred best friends can't hang out anymore." You know what I'm saying? Like, he came to the wedding. He's like, "Who are all these people?" I'm like, "Well, I'm his lady." He's got my wedding had fifty people. Why do you have five hundred people? He's got a point. That's how we roll. That's how our community operates. We're one family. It's not the same. He's got a point there, Charlie. (laughs) <laughs> He's got a point. You may be at over yeah. you may be at over five hundred. I don't mean Facebook friends. <laughs> um, so it, is this yeah, is, is this we we know one of the things you've done is uh, written a book. Is there a uh, book in store because of this because of this new schedule that you're on? Maybe I think it's easier to write books living out on the road than it's to write books in your house. Wow, that's what I've learned. Interesting, I've learned that. Um, so you'll yeah, so, so you'll so you'll so you'll wait until your schedule gets back to normal. <laughs> exactly. I'll wait until I miss my family in a hotel room at night, <laughs> right. or, or, in, or then, in the Delta at, Sky Club, in order to be able to actually then you'll have get, then you'll get coherent a, sentences. Yeah, then you'll get a chapter or two done, and, <laughs> and you'll remember this conversation. Nahum actually thought I could write in my house. How, how highly does he think of me? He thought I could get this done while being holed up at, at home. <laughs> Yesterday we had I was able I was able to be part of the Torah um, Torah Anytime did a beautiful conference yesterday uh, right. uh, a live stream so 
when you, now you can't go anywhere. So you got to find a part of your house. I go into my office. But even my office, my office isn't like, you know, <laughs> off limits to some of my children. There's no limits to some kids in your house. Like, there's no, like, room that daddy can sit in quietly. So I had my wife, God bless her, she sat in front of my office oh guard. My she sat guard, like, with a chair <laughs> just for the 30 minutes to make sure that, like, all the kids were like, okay, can, can daddy get 30 minutes? Or Hashem stuff. So, someone may try cool. to unionize her now, Charlie, you know. It's New York, <laughs> it's New York after all, you know. Exactly. Don't take advantage of the security guards <laughs> uh the roles that we're all now playing how different right how different some of those roles that we are all now playing it's really amazing and uh and look we'll get i mean everyone else is doing this so it may sound like i'm just repeating but it can't be said enough there are healthcare workers both in our community and outside oh, yeah. our community who are doing unbelievable work i i can't even imagine some of the scenes that are being described in terms of what's yeah. happening in new york hospitals at this point uh, so call it Kavod to them yeah. and our own. Yeah. I mean, we know we know plenty of people who are dedicated year round uh, to yeah. the to the act of Hatzalah, the act of saving lives yeah. and helping people in difficult health situations. We can only imagine to what point they've been stretched now. So we uh, yeah. we certainly thank them and acknowledge them. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting? I find that I find that now we're in like a reverse world. You know, whereas we would be watching sports and thinking like those guys are heroes. Um, when they're they're good, they're nice, and we love sports, but, like, they're just playing a game. Right. And now we actually are watching real heroes, right. you know, the, the doctors and the nurses and the Hatsala guys and and everyone out there who's out there every morning and, and don't have these experiences. They're not stuck in their houses all day. They're actually out every day. Even the people that are driving delivery trucks and grocery stores, and they're real heroes. <laughs> and, like, we're watching, we're sitting home and watching actual heroes a friend of mine said to me, March. a friend of mine said to me the other day and he was being totally serious even though it sounded as you'll hear by the topic that he may have been joking that we are because so many people are home now we are we are now the cause of so much more trash you have to give a special thank you to the people who come around just collecting it because they have about double the load they usually have and i said well yeah. i mean i never i never even thought about the impact yeah. that makes on people who really service us on a daily basis yeah, this is this is a time where you have to really start to be grateful for things. You know, I was talking about someone recently reached out to me and said that uh, we were talking through the chizik, and he, and he mentioned something. I said this yesterday. He said, you know, just by getting up in the morning, there are more miracles that take place in your body than what's going on right now. Like, really, these are the moments where we have to, like, slow down and start seeing people that have have for years – been worthy of of our gratitude, but we've sort of looked over them. Like you said, the guys collecting, you know, I, I, the sanitation workers. When that truck comes by the house and I hear it, I I get like a a relief. Mm-hmm. Like because it's it's amazing how much of society we have totally taken for granted. And now in these moments, um, if we don't start to pay more attention to and start to start to be more grateful for it's really it, it's this is part of our avoda to daven for them to hope for their benefit and and to be thankful for them no question about it and uh, as you just expressed if we are uh, if we are generous and grateful and and demonstrate that to others we we pray that god will behave the same way toward us with generosity and great uh, uh, mercy and great chesed yeah. and as we know that's very often the way this world works 
So let's oh, yeah. hope, let's hope, in fact, that he responds in that way. Charlie, I thank you. Uh, hang in there. Hang in there, Charlie. Hang in yeah. there until uh, – I'm kidding around, of course. I'm sure you're hanging in fine. Uh, but uh, but I do hope that the thousands and thousands of families around the world, in fact, can hang in there and just keep on going yes. in terms yeah. of their growth with their family during this uh, very unusual time. Uh, I thank you. And uh, you said you're with World Mizrahi later today, right? Yeah. Tonight, 8 o'clock. All right, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie Harari. Thank you so much, Nachum. It's an honor. Your show should continue to inspire many, many, many more, and your your father should have an Elias Neshama from the Nachas that you give him every every day of your life. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Charlie Harari, everybody. Really amazing. Words of inspiration here at JMNAM.